Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Father God, we ask you to forgive us of our sins that we have done. We ask you to give us open ears and open eyes to see and hear. Father God, we ask you to welcome, allow the Holy Spirit into this podcast to give us understanding and wisdom and knowledge. Father God, we ask you to bless the people that are reading it, bless the people that are hearing it. Father God, we also ask you to give me, uh, you get the increase and I get the decrease. Help me to teach in the spirit and not in the flesh. In Jesus' name, amen. The verse today is Zechariah 10 and 2. Household gods give worthless advice. Fortune tellers predict only lies. And interpreters of dreams pronounce falsehoods that give no comfort. So my people are wondering like lost sheep. They are attacked because they have no shepherd. Subject, true calling. Christian truths, when I say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm waiting on my calling. I'm relying on God. I am God's sheep. I am near Jesus. Where are the pastors? Where are the apostles? Where are the teachers that are supposed to be teaching the truth of God? We have few that can we can trust to come forth with the word of God without tainting it with their own beliefs. The verse today is telling us that this, the sheep of God are lost because there's no shepherd. What's happening today is people aren't being led by God, men, men nor women of God. They are getting led astray, which causes people not to trust what they see and hear at churches. A lot of churches are filled with people that are wanting to pretend, but no one isn't hearing the Holy Spirit nor being led by him. Yes, we do have a few that will stand and say the Holy Spirit said this or that, but are they living this too? No, they aren't. They are do they they are doing they are do as I say, not as I do type of men and women. And that's not how we're supposed to live our life. This generation that's coming up needs to see strong pastors or strong teachers leading them to and back to God or even into a deeper relationship with God. But how can they see if it's everything is happening in the church of God but teaching? We see the church of people, we see the church or people of God compromise their belief and they take the word of God to keep views or people in the church. I'm here to tell you, people of God, we can't rely on people. We can't rely on nothing but the Holy Spirit to teach us. The Bible clearly states, don't be transformed, but, but don't become this world. Be different in this world. Stand strong and be of good courage. We as children of God must use discernment. So my people are wondering like lost sheep. They're attacked because they have no shepherd. The word of God said the sheep are being attacked because there's no shepherd. It is no shepherd because no one wants to take on leading people to Christ because they are quiet. They don't want to let go of what makes them happy. We have to let go of the sins we find comfort in so that God can may use us. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to clean us and renew us and change us. We can't look at what makes us feel good, but we must look at what is God, what is getting me closer to God. James 3 and 1, dear brothers and sisters. Not many of you should become teachers in this, in this church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. It says it here, we will be held a higher standard. We will be judged strictly because to become a teacher and to lead someone astray by our beliefs that aren't in the word, that is just wrong. That is just that is why we must wait for God to lead us. A lot of times we find people in the pulpit because everyone convinced them this is where they should be. This world will lead us wrong if we allow it to. We can't allow this world to replace our principles for something that isn't going to last. 
what's in this world is temporarily satisfaction, temporarily happiness. Nothing will last but the word of God, and we need to preach the truth. Ephesians 4 and 1, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Whatever your calling is, walk in a manner that's worthy of it, which means allowing your life to be an example for others. We don't want our life to be anything less than what God is calling us to do. And a lot of times we we will feel it's necessary. Our people would tell us to water down the truth of God, to lure people in so they may listen. But it doesn't matter if you're teaching to one, make sure whatever you say is the truth. Because when we become a teacher or whatever it is God has placed in us, we have those souls tied to our hands. And those are watching us. And if we think for one second, what we do don't matter, it does. Today, when Jesus was on this earth, teaching people heard him and they learned from him because he bought. He brought the truth with him. He was the truth. And when it's your time to teach, make sure you capture not just ears, but their heart and mind. Make sure you, you're you led by the Holy Spirit and not your flesh. And whatever you pour into someone's spirit, that is what's going to stick. We always need to make sure what we are receiving is from above and not from the flesh. Allow God to show you what your true and right calling is today. Allow him to teach you so you may teach others. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us and helping us through our day. We ask that you forgive us if we, if this, for the sins we have done. Lord, give us strength throughout our day to do what you have called us to do. Lord, please help us to listen to you and lean on you and not this world. Help, help us when we teach the world that we teach the truth and not just what we feel needs to be said. Lord, please open our ears so that we can hear the gospel. Help open our ears so that we may hear you. Lord, we give you everything. We give you our lives, mind, body, and soul. Please renew us and show us your way. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the topic today is true calling. What we see today is that a lot of, a lot of teachers want to, a lot of people want to teach the word, but they, they don't want to lead people. They want to be in front of the camera or they want to be on, on the pulpit. They want to make all the money. They want money to fill their pockets, but they're not true. They're That's not their true calling. I've seen many pastors. The only thing they're worried about is getting their pockets filled. I've seen many pastors that stand up there and tell you the only way you've able to get a blessing is if you send in this and you send that. And a lot of people send in their tithes and he send money on top of money and give money on top of money. And they buy all this anointing water and anointing oil and they participate in all these teachings that they have to pay for. No, no, that's not the way. We, we shouldn't have to tell people or we, you shouldn't tell people that they need to send in money to get a blessing. That's not how it works. In order to get a blessing, we need to make sure our life is right. In order to get a blessing and a connection with God, we need to get on our knees and say, Father, forgive me. He will connect right with you. You don't need someone to go before the throne for you. You can go yourself. You don't need water to make you closer to God, to heal you or cleanse you. No. Sure, anointing oil is great. I use anointing oil. I pray over anointing oil and I pass out anointing oil according to people calling me or telling me they need it. I send it and give it out. But I charge no way nothing for anointing oil that I pray over and I give to God. I give that anointing oil to God and allow him to tell me when to give that anointing oil out. And when he do, I pass it out. But I don't dare charge no way, no money to, to, to send them anointing oil. 
a lot of people have made church into a money thing. And then we're so curious of why don't sinners come to the church? Why don't people want to be more Christian? They'd rather be Scientology or Islam because we make the name of God look terrible by our actions. And that's sad to say. You have people fighting in the pulpit. You have pastors fighting in the pulpit. You have pastors having illicit sex with, with congregation members. We have pastors getting sloppy drunk. We have pastors not, not living the life that they're supposed to live and that they're teaching. So they're people that say, do as I say and not as I do. So do you think that wants to invite people in? No. We have conformed and warded down the truth of God to make people happy and, and, and make them feel complete. Let me tell you something. Nothing's going to make you complete. With, with me warding down this word, it's not going to make you more complete. Me saying it than you, do, you being who you are. If you want to be whoever you are, you want to be slumpy drunk, sloppy drunk, you want to do, you want to have illicit times with people, do what you want. But I will not water down the word of God. I won't. And neither should no one else. But that's the time we live in because people want views. Oh, this person had 10,000 views. This person have 8,000 views. So what? Are they saving a soul? When you get through teaching, have you saved a soul? Can you say that you heard from God and the message that you put out that you're saving a soul? But we as children of God must use discernment when we hear these people speak. God, is this a woman of God that's speaking? God, is this a man of God that's speaking? And a lot of us just go with the hype because this person's popular. This is the person we're going to listen to. I have over 6,000 subscribers on YouTube. But my thing is, have I saved a soul? I have over 3,000 people I send devotions to daily through the website. Me sending through text messages and emails. But have I saved a soul? Those numbers mean nothing. I'd rather be teaching to one than to be teaching to a thousand and not have saved a soul. Because at the end of the day, people of God, whoever you call your shepherd, if they don't understand that their your lives is tied to their hand, you need to run. The Bible verse today says that, so my people are wandering like lost sheep because they're attacked because they have no shepherd. It's hard to find a shepherd. It's hard to find a church home where people aren't in there fighting. And I was told once that, well, in the church, it's just the same people that's in the world. They're just in the church. Yes, but the same the, the, the same hand goes to if we have a sinner that's sitting there and he's seeing all these church folks fighting and gossiping and picking favorites. And they see the way the pastor looks at some of these women. And they see the pastor sitting there with his pockets filled. How do you think that sinner or that person is on the outside in looking? How do you think they're looking at us? They're like, this is just as worse as the, going to a bar. The church is supposed to be a place for healing. If you go into church and that place is not for it's not a healing place, stop going. Ask God, God, is this a place for me? He's going to remove you from that church. Because we need to go places that help us bear fruit, that help us grow, that heal us, not destroy us, not make us feel like we're on the outside in. But we have a lot of churches now that do that because they're trying to compromise and they're worried about getting the tides in and they're worried about whether who who's there and who's not there, what famous pastor's there and what famous pastor isn't there. But what we need to worry about is we are we saving a soul? 
Every devotion I sent out, I pray to God and say, God, help me to save a soul. God, whatever you have in me to write, help me to save a soul. Help me to break a yoke. Help me to break a chain because that's what matters. It doesn't matter to me if if I only have three people to send to. I've had three people only to send to for years. My goal, my goal in life is to be closer to God. My goal in life is to save a soul. I told God when I gave my life to him, I said, God, please use me to save souls. Please use me to break yokes. Please use me to break chains. But that man or woman of God can't do it on their own. They have to rely on the Holy Spirit. And if that person, that woman of God, that man of God, if they're not being a shepherd and they're not going to the true vine to understand the word of God, they cannot teach you anything. That's why every day during noonday prayer, I tell people, please pray for discernment of spirit so you can recognize who's a false teacher. Because there's so many out there that would trick you. And they will tell you, oh, this is what thus says the Lord. And they didn't get it from the Lord. They got it from their flesh. Where are the true teachers? Where are the true apostles? Where are the people that want to help us grow in God? One of the verses that we looked at today is James 3 and 1. It says, dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. For we who teach will be judged more strictly. I will be judged more strictly. And the person that you call your pastor or your teacher or your apostle, this person would be judged strictly because if they're not putting out the right word of God, oh, it's a heavy sentence for them that leave the sheep away from God. It's a Bible verse. I want to make sure I quote it right. Let me look it up. Give me just a second. Almost got it. Yeah, there is. Matthew 18 and 6. If anyone calls any of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it will be better for them to have a millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. If you look at this verse, let's go to Matthew 18 real quick. If you look at this, it was Jesus was sitting there. And he said, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like one of these children, you would never enter the, the kingdom of God. He tells us there that we must be like a little child. Verse four, he says, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. We must be like children to God. That's why he says, rely on me, because children have to rely on their parents. We must rely on God. Verse five, and whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. If anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it will be better for them to have a millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. We are his little ones. We are his children. He wasn't just talking about the children that he was holding. He was talking about his children, us, the ones that call upon his name, the righteous. If anyone caused them to, to stumble, caused them to lead away, they, he says it here will be have a, it's better that they have a large millstone turned turned around their neck and thrown into the sea. Do you know how that would hurt someone? It would break their neck and they would drown. He says better that they do that than to lead away a child of God. That's why it's, we need to be careful. People that are teachers, people that are, are leaders, we must be careful. It also says another verse. 
Let's, let's go to number seven real quick. It says, woe to the world because of things that causes people to stumble. Just things must come, but woe to the person through him who they come. Verse eight, if your hand or your foot calls you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to enter the life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and to be thrown into the eternal fire. He tells us there, we can't also, this, this is another thing, another tidbit. We can't depend on the man of God and the woman of God to, to build our relationship. That must be on us. That must be on you. I pat my chest. That supposed to be on me. That have to be on you. You have to build that. We can't rely on the man of God or the woman of God to, to just give us the word. We must sit at home and take the word like I'm doing now and read it for ourselves. So we can't sit there and say, oh, he didn't teach me about that. Oh, he didn't tell me I couldn't do that. No, did you take your Bible and read it? He says it here that anything that causes you to stumble, cut it off. That's why I always pray, God, if it's anything in my life that's causing me to, to, to pull away, remove it. If it's anyone, remove them. I'd rather have no one in my life. I'd rather be on an island alone than to be bothered and, and to be pulled away from the anointing and calling upon my life because of people and things. This one little verse that, that, that the Holy Spirit is telling me. Um, give me just a minute. Let me look it up. Got it. I always want to make sure I quote these verses right. That's why I look them up. Luke 9 and 62, it says, Knowing who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the service in the kingdom of God. That's another thing. If you are a man or woman of God and you keep looking at the world and us as Christians keep looking back at the world, it says it right here, we're not fit for the kingdom of God. We're not fit for the kingdom of God. We can't sit here and dabble in the things of the world and conform to the things of the world and take the word of God and water down the word of God just for people, just for kicks and giggles. No, I won't. I won't do it. No, ma'am. No, sir. I won't do it. I'm going to be honest with you. If you ask me my opinion about something, I'm going to tell you, but I will not sit here and judge anyone upon their life because I'm not the judge nor the jury and neither are you. But the word says that if you put your hand to the plow and look back, you're not fit for the kingdom. We must be honest with whoever we call our deacons, whoever we call our, our not deacons, but pastors and prophets and apostles. If this person is not leading you to God, stop going to them. Because you know this person isn't, isn't causing you to bear good fruit. You know this person is corrupt. And you're staying under them because it's, oh, this is the best church in town. This is the biggest church in town. Everyone knows this church. This is the best pastor. This is the best. If this person isn't teaching you anything, they're only best at leading you astray. But we, as children of God, must open up our Bibles and read for ourselves. I tell you this, if there's anything that I'm teaching that isn't right, open up the word. Message me. Email me. I am humble enough to, to say I have said something wrong. I think I did that a couple weeks ago. I said, y'all, I was wrong. You cannot bind up principalities. I said it just like that because when the anointing, when the Holy Spirit speaks, he's going to tell you, you're wrong. You taught that wrong. You did this wrong. 
And I always try to listen to the Holy Spirit. Actually, I always try to listen to the Holy Spirit. I don't, I don't get away from, I don't try to bend anything he tells me. I try to do everything he tells me to do. But I'm not saying I get it right 100% of the time, but everything I teach, he gives to me to give to you. But if you're listening to anyone and you know they're not a man or woman of God, stop listening to them. They're going to lead you to stray. And we can't stand in front of God and say, well, they told me it was okay. Well, didn't you know he was a false teacher? Yeah, but I thought he was going to get it right eventually. No, 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 no. I pray you all have a blessed night. Remember, Jesus loves you. Remember, if you're looking for the reference, the, the, the further reading, the memory verse, or the key verse in the devotional is tagged at the bottom of the bio. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow whatever major platforms you're on. Remember to share with a family member or friend. And remember to please share on your social media. Please be blessed. Thank you.